Charanto Bhuvanatrayam Shri Narada Uvacha Ekada Brahmana Putra Vishnu Lokam Yavirchaya Sanandana Translation. The great saint Narada said, Once upon a time, when the four sons of Lord Brahma, named Sanaka, Sanandana, Sanatana, and Sanatkumara, were wandering throughout the three worlds, they came by chance to Vishnu Loka. We'll read the next verse as well. Pancha Sadayana Bhavaha Purvesham Api Purvajaha Dik Vasasha Shishum Matva Dvasto Tan Pratya Sedatam Translation Although these four great sages were older than Brahma's other sons like Marichi, they appeared like small naked children, only five or six years old. When Jaya and Vijaya saw them trying to enter Vaikuntha Loka, these two gatekeepers, gatekeepers, thinking them ordinary children, forbade them to enter. Purple. In this regard, Srila Madhvacharya says in his Tantra Sara, Dvastava Hiti Anenadikarasta Sattvam Uttam. Adhikara sthitas chaiva vimuktas cha dvita jana Vishnu loka sthitas tesham varasapadi yohinaha Adhikara sthitam muktim niyatam prapnuvanti cha vimukti anantaram tesham varasapadayo nanu Dehandriyashuyuktas cha puram pashyannata tevyutta api abhimani vis tesham the purport is that the personal associates of Lord Vishnu in Vaikuntha Loka are always liberated souls. Even if sometimes cursed or blessed, they are always liberated 
and never contaminated by the material modes of nature. Before their liberation to Vaikuntha Loka, they possessed material bodies, but once they come to Vaikuntha, they no longer have them. Therefore, even if the associates of Lord Vishnu sometimes descend as if cursed, they are always liberated. O Madhyanati Murandasya Jnananjana Salakya Shakshu Muritamena Tasmai Shri Guruve Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Vistam Stapitam Yena Bhuntale Swayam Rupa Padamayi Gadakti Swapadakti Pandeham Shri Guru Shri Yuta Padakamalam Shri Guru Vaishnavamsa Shri Rupam Sadhujatam Sardana Raghunatam Vitam Tamsa Jeevam Sadhvaitam Sadhvutam Parijana Saitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padana Sardana Vaita Shri Vishakam Vitamsa E Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dinagandhu Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namastute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Shri Radhe Vrinda Vaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sutta Devi Pranamami Haripriya Vancha Kalpataru Vyasya Kripa Sindhu Pevacha Patitana Bhavanevyu Vaishnavevyu Namunaka Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadara Srivasari Gaura Bhaktavinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna. Seeking the blessings of all assembled Vaishnavas. So, see today verse. So here, Narada explaining to the question which Yudhishthira Maharaj asked. What kind of great curse would affect even liberated Vishnu Bhaktas? And what sort of person could he curse even the Lord's associate? For unflinching devotees of the Lord to fall again in this material world is impossible. I cannot believe this. So he asked this question. So in order to explain, so Sri Narada Muni, um, narrating the past time, which we had seen in third canto. So here, um, The devotees of the Lord, the personal associates or the, the great devotees of the Lord are always liberated. So they are always, um, they basically they are Jeevan Muktas. So if you see Nectar of Devotion, they explain about uh, different kind of happiness. So one happiness is that we get out of sense gratification. Then they talk about happiness which is from practicing yogi siddhis or yogic mystic perfections, just trying to control the material nature. And even the scientists are trying that to acquire whatever their siddhis are. And then they talk about another kind of happiness which is Brahmananda or getting from impersonal liberation. <coughs> and these are all these happiness are they deriving because they are temporary in nature. Even the great Mayavadis or the impersonalists, even though their goal is to go beyond this material realm, 
to be transcendentalist but sometimes they come back to the material platform to do some philanthropic work where they get some fame or name or some kind of reciprocation and they find a happiness from that why do they do that if their goal is something beyond this material but the reward is over in devotional service they are experiencing some kind of happiness that's because they are placed in the right constitutional position as a servant or to serve the supreme lord we are looking for this kind of relationship so when a devotee is in performing devotional service he is overwhelmed by the bliss of devotional service so so he probably actually explained that it's like the waves if someone is uh, uh, standing in the in a beach shore or in a they constantly hit by the waves it's like kind of uh, you know some flickering happiness so we cannot stop desiring so that is not our process that one should kill his desires that's not possible only a dead body doesn't have any desire so we can't engage in sense gratification because that will lead to suffering at the end of the day no? because it has a beginning and end here so then a devotee may be not disturbed because when he experience the 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 ocean the wave from the ocean which is like big suppose suppose you are standing in the waves in the ocean and you are constantly disturbed imagine you experience a tsunami wave mm-hmm. you know when you see the when you see the tsunami you are you are no more disturbed you don't you find this is like so imagine like kind of the wave you are you know you are surfing in the wave of tsunami mm-hmm. for you it's like feel like this waves are petty you may feel like very insignificant or you feel like this this is not i'm not interested because you already experienced something higher so you no more interested in the lower so when a devotee is performing devotional service he is already in a liberated platform now that answers the question whether the devotee is in this material world or the spiritual world doesn't matter because he is already doing the service even the soul even when we liberated or when we go back to back on godhead we are not going to be sitting idle and you know doing nothing we are going to do the same service which is available here so that makes that point that we explained the purpose that a person who is already engaging in devotional service is no more on the material platform he is on a liberated state now <clears throat> here we see there is a classification like in the previous canto we pretty much see there is a two type of devotional service one is mixed and pure right it's like the the, the, the previous canto is the chest of the lord which is very close to him so in order to get close to krishna one has to elevate or or go to next level which is pure devotional service this pure devotional service is 
See, everyone can perform devotional service. But then there are different levels. Either the practitioner, on an objectively level, or the subjective also. Sometimes we come across these three types of devotees. Kanishta, Madhyama, Uttama. And then we see also the stages of Bhakti, which is starting from Shraddha to Prema. So with this classification is there to make us um, help to go forward. And also it will help us to understand how we can respect, how we can deal with such Vaishnavas. So the, the chapter if you see, Supreme Lord is equal to everyone. Now, in, you know, when we are in a preaching movement, this question is asked from, from the starting level to the pure body. If you see, Yudhishthira Maharaj is asking this question. And in fact, Parishat Maharaj also asking this question in this chapter. So, you know, it's like kind of a family question. <laughs> Parishat Maharaj is asking. Now, Parishat Maharaj is asking, I know Krishna is, you know, neutral, but why did he side with Indra? Why, why did he, you know, I can't, I can't understand, can you explain? Now, this is more interesting, Yudhishthira Maharaj's question. Yudhishthira Maharaj is asking, you know, Krishna actually killed Shishupal, but Shishupal we saw, Shishupal merged into Krishna. Now, why Krishna is partial to certain demon only? We see the case of Vena, where he didn't get now that's partiality. Why Krishna is partial to demons? That is Vishuddha Maharaj asking question. Now Parishit Maharaj is asking question. Why Krishna is partial to demigods? And then, and then if you see in our preaching, one of the series we do is why bad things happen to good people. We try to explain. So people actually think, oh this is unfair. You see all this you know, difference, God does not exist. <laughs> so people get, you know, bewildered by this. They cannot put into head why there is certain differences there. So one has to understand, even the first, first verse, when uh, Parikshir Maharaj asked this question, Prabhupada explained the Bhagavad Gita verse where Krishna is equal to all. But the difference is Krishna is equal to all but his reciprocation is not equal. One has to understand. The reciprocation of the Lord and the devotee that what makes it as a personal movement. We say this is a personal movement. We are person. But we reciprocate according to what you know, we have a relationship. We reciprocate according to that person, how we are connected. It's a very natural thing. So Prabhupada gives example that a person can be very charitable. But then, when it comes to his own son, his reciprocation is different. Right? Like, you know, we, we, we serve prasadam. Suppose, you know, some that we are serving, we are equal, we are serving prasadam everywhere. 
Suppose if I give a sweet to a, a person, one may, why you are giving sweet to that person? You may say that person birthday today, <coughs> or he has sponsored the feast today, so we have just given some mahabhu. Oh, so people want to know huh, why you are you know acting in different way. So we we have to understand that even though the Lord is very equal, He is like the clouds. He is pouring rain everywhere. He is like the sun. He is spreading the rays everywhere. But when it comes to reciprocation, e yetamam prapadyante, Krishna says, as you approach me, I award you accordingly. So that is the main uh, point we have to understand. So Krishna is reciprocation. Then why someone is going through the suffering? So this is the this is the arrangement of the material energy. The four Kumaras are going to Vaikuntha. They are trying to enter. They entered all the six gates. Then the seventh gate is there. They are trying to enter, and they were checked by Jay Vijay. Now their argument is: the Lord, the Vishnu or Krishna is equal to all. He doesn't have enemy. He doesn't have enemy. Why you are stopping us? Do you think we are enemy? This is why because then they say now you are differentiating. This person is good. This person is bad. Now you are fit for material world. Because the moment we are in the material world means we have to and we have to have this duality. Without duality, one cannot suffer. Without duality, there is no question of suffering. If you are suffering, then we are identifying with dualities. Yes, this is good. This is bad. This person is giving pleasure to me. This person is chastising me. So then I have to go through this, uh, you know, whole subtle drama that depression, this, you know, so many worries. Because we are trying to identify with the duality, which is the very nature of the material energy. Now the four Kumaras are telling you are the you are distinguishing. Okay, I am good. You are bad. Okay, now you are ready for material world. You have to go there. You are not fit for Vaikuntha. So that's the that's the main thing. That okay, fine, you come. So this is what explained by uh, Narada Muni to Yudhishthira Maharaj. That even though the spirit soul has nothing to do with the material world, but because it is covered by the external energy. So Krishna explains the two kinds of energy in seventh chapter. One is inferior. So we talk about the inferior energy, which is the earth, water, fire, air, ether, everything. And then he explains there is one more energy which is superior. The moment we hear that we are superior, there is some kind of false ego. You know, it's like, oh, I am superior. And then you are trying to control this inferior energy. But then, down the few verses, Krishna says, "Devi eshi gunamai, mama maya duratya." Maam Maya Metam Taranti. 
yes you are superior energy this, this is inferior energy but this inferior energy is divine energy because this is connected with it so even though one may feel that we want to control the moment we want to lord over the material nature that is the contract and the, that is the like the glue which you make you stick to this material world and krishna is saying this is divine energy and interestingly krishna again explains ಮಹಾತ್ಮನಸ್ತುಮಾಂಪಾಕ್ತಾ that all this multifarious energy you see that all operating under my will not even a single grass will move without the will of the lord we should understand so then the lord is asking okay the devotee i have certain things to do and now i am putting you in this situation now the devotee is whole existence is service so we have the famous verse whether you put in the hell or heaven all i want is service na janam na danam na sundaram kavitam va jagadisa kamam mama janmani janmani sare bhavatar bhakti aitu i don't want anything all i want is service now that that actually glorifies a devotee because the lord saying okay i am going to make you a demon and you going to act like that but this is all arrangement of me once you've done you come to me the devotee say what is the problem no problem i will do you want me to act okay you want me to act like a, you know even sri gopal you know when he was traveling he saying i am just like a puppet whatever you make me dance i will dance whatever you ask me to do i will do so this is this is the the classic uh, difference because we are not affected by the result of the activity when materialistic arrangement is their fruity mentality i am only interested in the result i am not interested in the activity if i do certain things if i get benefit yes i will sign up for this but if not getting anything interest for me or for my family or for my excellent sense gratification then i am not interested in this but then the for a devotee he is not bothered by the result because he is working for the lord it's like a company right you go to the company you do your job you least bother about how the company going up or down as long as you get the salary right you are not worried about the stock market is crashing or you know the company is getting more money you you don't get anything as long as you get salary you are not bothered because you know at the end of the day you get the salary similarly a devotee is not bothered about the end of the result because as long as he is doing the service he get the mercy and this is the this is the actual uh, makes that person to how how does a person you know come under the internal energy he has to get the mercy of krishna and devotees when the person is getting in the mercy of krishna and devotees then he is coming under the as a mahatma 
he is not interested in own sense gratification. This is one of the definition of Mahatma. That he is only interested in satisfying the senses of Krishna. If a person is interested in satisfying the senses of Krishna, then that person is a Mahatma. So we are only interested in service and then when we do the service, we already got the mercy and we don't know whether the, the, what is the result, what is the affection. We have to do our service, at least dutifully. So, so here, then the, the, the energy, even though it's, and Krishna says, okay, fine, it's, it's acting. So the, our least is, even though the modes of passion, ignorance and goodness is acting, at least come to the platform of goodness. Why? So it's easy for us to transcend. Krishna recommends that at least come to this platform of goodness. And obviously the demigods are in the platform of goodness. And no wonder why Krishna is favoring them. Because they at least accept the authority of Krishna. Yes. Would like to. Even though they are not pure devotees. But at least they are accepting the scriptures, accepting the words of Krishna, accepting as authority of Krishna. That's a big difference. So, <clears throat> so why, why then Narumuni explaining this is the nature of the Lord. The Lord, He is not because He does not feel extra pleasure when offered nice play, prayers by the devotee. Although the devotee benefits by offering prayers to the Lord. And similarly, the Lord is very kind to his so-called enemy because one who always thinks of the personality of God as an enemy also benefits. Although he thinks of the Lord adversely. If a conditioned soul thinking of the Lord as an enemy or a friend, some or other becomes attached to the Lord, he receives great benefit. See, the Lord is transcendental. He is appearing with his internal energy. He is not affected someone is glorifying or someone is defaming or chastising. In one of the purport, I think Prabhupada writes in two, three verses back, if someone say, for example, whenever the Lord punishes persons like demon, however, such punishment is made for good of the conditioned soul, the conditioned soul being envious of the Supreme Lord, personality of God, and may accuse him saying, Krishna is bad, Krishna is a thief, and so on. But Krishna being kind to all living entities, does not consider such accusation. Instead, he take account of the conditioned soul chanting Krishna, Krishna so many times. <laughs> and then um, he explains the uh, Sura example he gives. So that, you know, the principle is concentrating one mind on Krishna. Some or other think of Krishna. But of course, this uh, definition of pure devotional service comes in handy by Rupa Goswami. Anupulyasa 
Krishna Anusila. Why this word Anukulyasa or favorable disposition or favorably performing devotional service? Because one may think that yes, I am doing service to Krishna. So it could be a default mode that yes, it has to be favorable. Not really. Incidental activities of some service may not be pure devotional service. Suppose, if it is recommended that one has to fast on Egadasi. But then, if someone is performing devotional service and then thinking, why is Egadasi? I have to fast. I, you know, I have heard also one, um, one of the lectures, someone who was saying, someone devotee was saying, you know, the worst day of the year is Janmashtami. You know why? Because I have to pass the whole night. <laughs> <laughs> so someone may have, um, or may say, suppose for example, one is fasting on Yaga Siddhi and always thinking of when is the break time, when I will do eat prasadam. Yes, it is some kind of benefits is there. But it's not pure devotion because he is thinking about his own pleasure or his own when will I be able to satisfy my hunger. Yes, it is recommended as a devotional service but it is not pure devotional service. So that's why this favorable devotional service is there. So if that, prove, that puts the intention before one's action. In what way we are trying to please Krishna. And then we see here the example of Kamsa, we hear the example of Sishupal. They are always thinking of Krishna, but they are always thinking not in a favorable way, in an unfavorable way. So that's why Anukulyasa, favorable disposition of devotional service only to Krishna and his paraphernalia and devotees. Anusilam, executing devotional service. So that actually helps us to understand. It's like uh, making it very clear what is what is our standard, what is our goal. That goal is one has to perform pure devotional service. Okay, what are the characteristics? It has to be favorable, it has to be for Krishna, it has to be um, unmotivated which is free from jnana, karma so it, 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 it makes us easy the, the literatures of the acharyas are like uh, the boat which they left for us so that we can able to cross over this nations so they are so mercifully have given the path of your devotional service, which is otherwise impossible. Because it, it's not only just a, any uh, uh, like getting rid of all the suffering and everything, but it is a positive. It is not just only telling, okay, fine, we have to uh, free oneself. This is the basic the philosophy of impersonal liberation, that some or other one has to get freedom. 
from the suffering. So we then we then one as one start become very negative about the whole materialistic situation. Because this is Maya, this is Neti, we have to give up. Very against. And they lose a chance to use everything in the service of Krishna. Because they they, they are they're thinking these are all going to pull me down, these are all going to make me bad, these are all going to make me stuck into this material world. Their constant meditation is the some or other I want to reject this, some or other I want to get out of this, some or other. It's like some person who is really, really having a bad time in the jail and his constant meditation is some or other I want to get out of the jail. But a devotee understands, yes, this is not my place. I want to get out of this prison, but I have a beautiful palace. I know the address of this palace and I know the, my master, I know my father and they are waiting for me. So this becomes, you know, very much. So when we want to go to the house, it is automatically put one outside the jail. But the person who is going out of the jail, if he doesn't know where to go, he will think, at least in the jail I'll get some food. Let me go back to the jail. I'll be a good person. I'll go back into the jail and I'll be a good person. So, see this is what the problem is because when someone is very much depressed of this whole um, materialistic situation and if they don't know the right place or the right goal, then he'll again fall back where he is. And they, this is this is the beauty of the Goswamis, they have been the sixth Goswami as they we read. They have saved the conditioned soul from the devouring mouth of liberation. <laughs> they, put, they put liberation so bad. <laughs> they portrait liberation is so bad. <laughs> that after, don't, don't go in that path. It is a dangerous. You can, you can perform bhakti mixed, okay, fine, <laughs> but don't go to liberation. Like, at least we know what should not be done. At least you know, okay, at least you know what the standard is, at least you know where the bar is. That is the biggest uh, thing in the material world. In, in any, any spiritual organization, they are not very clear about where they are going and they are not able to guide their followers where they have to go. And they are lost completely. You know, at least you know when, when the Shastras, when the scriptures, the Srimad Bhagavatam, the literatures of the Goswamis, Bhagavad Gita and other literatures. This is like the torchlight in the age of Kali, isn't it? It's showing us the path of pure devotional service. It's like I remember in my college styles, when an exam comes, whether I'm studying or not, at least I should know which book to study, read. <laughs> so, so first thing is go to library and get that book which is recommended as a reference book. You, you know, studying is a secondary. You study, don't study, that's okay, fine. At least you should know which book to read, right? And then always carry that book with wherever you go. Now I have a friend also who sleeps on that book also. <laughs> I ask why, you know, Night time, if I if suppose I wake up, at least I can. But if we don't study, 
that's secondary part but at least one should know okay fine this book is recommended okay keep it with you <laughs> so that is you know we are in a much much safer position we okay pure devotional service one may think oh this is a little tough but i know it is there you know it is there with me it's like a time bomb <laughs> so then then we should be very much grateful for these great personalities who have actually opened the doorway for the spiritual world and we are showing us how actually this is beneficial and this is the most auspicious activity for every living entity so i'll just um, stop here if see anyone has any correction comments or any question so i had a little much justification for this work but whatever is there <laughs> yes yeah it, it, it's uh, we have a that's the whole point because if someone is asking for example the lord is asking can you do this service so for us is more important to do the service than in what capacity or what position i am doing the service because uh, the end of the day so all the devotees we have this five primary rasa secondary rasa it's not that one is less and one is great it is that devotee reciprocation he is feeling full in that he is feeling ecstasy in that i am happy to see the lord to be served in that capacity so the lord as a rasakrani or, or the perfect reciprocator he responds exactly the way a devotee wanted the lord so that makes him the lord glorious and by doing the service it makes a devotee glorious. So, the Krishna was the first to approach 
Yes, yes, yes. Because uh, when the curse happened, if you, you can read in third canto, the Lord comes and He gives you option. <laughs> and then He says, you, you three life, um, you know, you can play a part of the dream and then you come back to me. He said, okay. Yes, you.
So this is a later stage of bhakti. So right now we are experiencing some happiness by serving Krishna. And then when we continue to do that, we will one day, hopefully by Krishna's mercy, by the devotee's mercy, we can able to serve the Lord in this nature. Okay. Thank you, Hare Krishna. Yes, Ted. Hare Krishna. How do we understand uh, the Lord's impartiality uh, on books? We meet different people, you know, in Sankirtan. Uh, some people who are really favorable to to Prabhupada's book and they really like what you're saying and they really want to get it, but then sometimes uh, for some reason they just don't take it, either they don't have money or they get distracted or all their friends pull them, pulls them away. But then you also meet other people who uh, who look really disinterested, uh, but somehow just maybe from you know your persuasion or the situation they just kind of like take the book, you know. But they doesn't look like they're going to be interested in actually reading the book. So how do you understand that Krishna or the super soul is being impartial in those situations? <laughs> See, basically, um, we are there as an instrument. It is up to the super soul and Krishna and the soul how they reciprocate. Our thing is we have to show, we have to give a book. Right? So we just have to. So I did one experiment actually in books. Is there? <laughs> Don't try it. But <laughs> I was distributing books and everything and then. I said, uh, I, I've heard the lecture, I've heard actually one of the story by Shivaram Swami Maharaj. He, he wanted to know whether these books are going by, just by. So he did a book distribution without speaking a word. <laughs> and book went actually. The person came, took the book, he said like that, he gave donation and he left like that. <laughs> so, and I've heard another story also that the person, without anything doing, he so what happened in book distribution, I, I thought, well, let us, so I gave the book and I told this person, you open this, I didn't tell anything, this book is there for you. You open any page in the book and you read a line. If that's convinced you, take this book. If not, you can give back to me. <laughs> this person was the IT, he was in Canberra, remember? And then this, I gave the book. That time I didn't even, once I, he was having the book, then I was like, you know, it is a test on my faith also. Forget <laughs> about that person taking the book or not, you know. This is a test on my faith also. So I was started praying to the Paramatma. You know, please, 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 please. That person going on reading. One page he finished. <laughs> the next page, he was going on. Then he said, okay. I like to give, but I don't have cash. Hmm. Then I told you, know, this is a pause here, we can tap. <laughs> he said, no, 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 there's so many scams going on, I cannot do the tap. Um, then he said, uh, then I said, uh, what is it, ATM? And he said, okay, come with me. I'm going to calls, I'll get something, and I'll withdraw money and I'll give it to you. So he went to calls, I waited. 
and then he went bought, bought everything and then he got money and then he gave me the money he said okay thank you nice book i said thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> it was a good experience so people are all they have to do is they come across somewhere they have to start by the touching the book or even smiling a devotee even so for example so many times you have also experienced a person is completely not interested in the books but you are absolutely kind to that person you are very kind to that person i may, I, I, i had this experience this one person who had the you know the so weird face he said like you know i was disgusted like i said this guy was saying we had experience this person is just shoot me out and went after 20 minutes this person came to me he said i said i'm so sorry you know something happened i didn't so what was you doing what is that you stop <laughs> i said this is a book you know okay okay let us go to the bank <laughs> i was like where did this person come and what you know he he didn't he was not interested then he came back after 20 30 minutes he found me he was searching for me he found me and then he said what are you doing okay let us okay let us go to the bank then he said okay what is your story tell me your story i said yeah mama i'm just doing this okay okay good then he went and we draw money and gave so and then he said okay fine thank you like you know thank you very much you doing good like you know we had so we see that sometimes when one time we stop they are not interested and then second time some devotee come they will take a book we just there we just only thing is the more we are not affected it is good for us mm-hmm. at the end of the day we should not be affected by this that's the more because we our part is we there in the street we showing the book success books are going it's a bonus mm-hmm. it's like in a company they will have a base base salary <laughs> and then they will have incentive you know base salary base salary means whether you do a sale or not you will get the base salary any sales you will get the incentive so similarly when you are in the street you get the base quota mercy is confirmed <laughs> mercy is confirmed from there it's there in your account right whether that person take a book it's like a advance you know like a extra perks extra mercy that's all so we just have to be there on the street and show the book that's it and then they take the book <laughs> so because everyone on different level they are they are there someone is just about to start the journey someone is already started so everyone is going through some you know time so we just there to add a catalyst to the spiritual life that's all we there there when seeing you seeing a devotee seeing bhagavad gita you know having a conversation having a chat with a devotee these are all adding up of course we are representing the parampara we should not take it as you know i am making them that's a biggest ignorance because we are just there as a representative as a instrument that's all yeah. okay Anything you want to say, please? It's interesting that uh, uh, 
their form of their service. It's interesting that the form of the service of Jai and Vijay was as demons. And so, uh, a lesson from that is that um, the external form of somebody's activities may not be as important as their mood of service. And so, therefore, to analyse a person's devotional service, it can't be measured by the external characteristics. One has to also look at the internal mood of a person. And um, so it may not be so easy, yeah. but uh, it's an interesting lesson to be learned from these pastimes. <coughs> We have to be introspective, not looking at superficialities. Thank